This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Let's read Ecclesiastes chapter 3, the very popular, before we take our seats, scripture. So I want to start talking about understanding times and seasons. You got times and seasons in your head. You call for light out of darkness. You don't need no one to be your God. But I, I did not ask you to join me in singing my song. Hallelujah. Some are still singing. <laughs> Ecclesiastes 3 1. Are you there? Now the Bible says to everything. What does it mean of everything? To everything there is a season. Pause there. Personally, I have discovered when two people are in a relationship, for instance, there is a season they should get married. If they don't, that relationship will either break or does not make sense again. It's like I'm helping somebody. God bless you. Can I have your seat? <laughs> Glory to God. We have many weeks to explore this topic. I pray that as I teach or speak, the Spirit of God will also impart revelation and wisdom to you. That you become sensitive to the voice of God. Uh, I've not even started yet. Thoughts are crossing my mind about many things. God said to the children of Israel, attack now. They refused. And Moses said, it's too late. Then they went to attack and they were destroyed. To everything, to everything, there is a season. Wow. And a time to every purpose. Everything has a season. Every purpose. I want to write a book like she wrote. I want to do this. The Bible said that once you are purposeful about something, there is a time. Otherwise, your purpose can be so noble, so powerful, yet it will come out as something ordinary because you miss the time. For every purpose, let me say this to everybody, and I believe that this is why God is leading me to share this. You are going to discover that at the end of this message, God will give you speed and give you wings to fly. Because people that you call high achievers in life, you just discover that exactly what Ecclesiastes 9-11 says, that time and chance. Ah, Let's read it. So now, to every purpose, to everything that is every, under the heaven. Now, Proverbs, Ecclesiastes 9-11. Let's read. And we take it further from where this place, I returned. The word return, he said, after much, after studying, after observe, observing, after surveying, Solomon, the wisest man, he said, I have come to one conclusion. I have observed men and women. Why some seem to be lucky? Why some seem to make it headway? Why some are stranded? 
He said, I have come to this conclusion. I return and I saw under the sun. I don't know of any other planet. He said, but under the sun, this is the point. This is what I've come to see. That the race is not to the swift. Ah. You know, the best people don't rule any nation. The race is not to the swift. When you see level players playing for a nation, believe me, that they are not the best. One Nigerian player that was interviewed after 1994 score said so. He said there were guys that when they showed up in stadium, people like you will go and hide. He said, but where are they now? The race is not to the swifts. I, I just remember when I was in second school, there was a guy that could preach hell down. It was one preaching that I ran forward in the class, JSS3, to give my life to Christ. The race is not to the swift. Not the battle to the strong. If you are strong, you are not going to win the battle. That's what he's saying. Neither yet bread to the wise. The wisest men on earth are usually very poor. I don't mean to insult anybody, but you will hardly, I don't know of anybody, you will hardly, if you find any, I thought there are not many, you will hardly find a university, private university owned by a professor. Just run your mind through all the private universities. We are both here, America and everywhere. They are owned by people who are not professors. This is serious. <laughs> He said, bread not, nor riches to the men of understanding. Sit down with some old men. I have met some. They will tell you how Nigeria can be a great nation, and they are right. Many of them are served in civil service and everything. When they sit down with you and start talking about Nigeria, you will know that this blueprint is powerful. But it goes nowhere. Because of this scripture, Solomon too, it took him years. After about 30 years, he said, what is going on? This is what I've observed. And as a king, he had opportunity to do a survey across nations because he was real over, so not only in Israel. He said, this principle cuts across everywhere. The riches are not for men of understanding. So, he now said, no yet favor to the men of skill. Some people are extremely skillful. But they are not favored. Then he said, I discovered one thing. There is a factor that is called time and chance. They happen to them. In other words, you might find a few people who are very brilliant, yet very rich. Then you find some people who are not brilliant, but they are rich. He said, the thing is not about their wisdom, about their strength, or about their skill. What I found out is that what, what determines something is what is called time and chance. If that is true, then it becomes necessary to want to study how do you control, what controls time and chance, and what is time and chance. In my little years as a pastor, the most, ladies with them, the best character and the most beautiful ladies don't always get the best man. Sometimes when I see a brother fretting over his sister, you feel like, say, come here. I say, you should turn their hair. You, you, you don't see this one. This one that is giving you trouble. 
this one is times 10 finer, more defined, better. But you see, it doesn't work that way. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The rest, time and chance. So, let's start this way. This is, again, a little push I want to make today. Because by the Spirit, I'm responding to what is in the heart of many. The first thing I want to say concerning this series is that, listen to me very clearly. When it comes to seasons of God, there are two types. Write it down. There are two types. Some things will happen according to how you grow spiritually. That means you, the adjustment you make in your life, we have the timing. So there are things whose timing they are bound to you. Adjusting, making move. For instance, there might be a kind of spiritual download that might come into your heart if you just make up your mind that from tomorrow morning, I want to start praying for six hours every day, start studying like never before. You are likely to experience certain things, a new season, spiritual season in your life that has not been there before because you have made certain sacrifices and adjustments. But then, there is also a season that comes only by the determinate counsel of God. There is nothing you can do about it. In other words, certain things will happen in your life because you will be deliberate about making moves to get them happen. Some other things will happen in your life only when God says they should happen and he fixes the time. For instance, after the resurrection, they asked Jesus in Acts chapter 1, it was from verse 6, 7, 8, they said, will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? He said, no. It is not for you to know times and seasons which the Father has put in his own power in other words, concerning the restoration of Israel, what I'm sharing today, which will continue next week, will help a lot of people. Many of you listening to me, you will not pray another prayer that will not be answered. Because you will stop praying against certain things. I get what I'm saying. So they were saying that, Lord, will you restore? He said, no. That plan, you can't pray it into pass. The Father has a plan that is kept to himself on when to restore. Another example is in Jeremiah 29 verse 10. Remember when they were in Babylon, the Lord said that, I know the thoughts I think towards you, thoughts of good or not, and not of evil. 70 years will come. Now, you are going to spend 70 years in captivity. Then I will visit you. Now, listen to this. Let's start from 10, please. For thus said the Lord, after 70 years be accomplished at Babylon, I will visit you. In other words, there is no intercessor on that that can pray. That's what God is saying to paraphrase that no matter how much you pray, I the Father, I have set the time that I am not going to show up in Babylon and bring you out until after 70 years. Why? You see, everything you want God to do for you is also connected to some other people. When they were crying, when they were in bondage, they were crying. Two things were slowing them down. Number one, Moses, who was supposed to deliver them, first of all decided to backslide. 
Then he was arguing with God. Moses, God told Abraham, which I will come with the second point, that they will spend 400 years. Genesis chapter 15. So there are seasons said. So God looked at Babylon and his people there. And he said, after 70 years I will come. Now, when God says that, it means that within that time frame of 70 years, he might be working on a man, working on a woman, like he did for Samuel. He was looking for replacements for Eli and his children. A woman must conceive. Then the child must be brought to church. Just like your plan, God also is a planner. And his plans are always intact. Why you are saying, Lord, deliver me? The plan is that there is a guy in Mexico. There is a guy in Canada. His time will be up in two years' time. You are going to replace him. No matter your agitation now, you are not going anywhere until after two years. Did you hear what I've just said? Praise the Lord. Because you see what is before you. God sees what is before everybody. That this space you are praying for now, is connected to 15 other people and other of God's plan. You're only seeing the one that connects to you. The child that you want to have. God wants you to have that child, but beyond you having a child at home, there are many other strings attached. Can I hear amen? Is somebody following me? Praise the Lord. Let's go to Genesis 15, where God spoke to Abraham. And said that your disciples spent 400 years in a land that is not theirs. So you know what? Holy Spirit, show me that verse. It's down somewhere, 400 years. When God told Abraham, maybe the last five, six verses, he said, no for sure that the descendant shall spend 400 years. And he gave the reason, which I will explain. Anybody that finds them, tell them, thank you. And no of a sure fee. Everybody say sure fee. What does that mean? Non-negotiable. So, now, this was a private talk between Abraham and God. Other descendants were not there at that time. Some of them, when they got to Egypt and the cane was much, all over with me. Lord, deliver us. Lord, do something. It's God. And then some of them will start doubting God. Does he really answer prayer? They don't know that the plan is set. He said 400 years. They will afflict them 400 years. Ah. You got times and seasons in your hand. You know, this is why it's good to listen to the Holy Spirit. Stay with this scripture. What is in Zechariah chapter 10? Ask for rain in the time of rain. If you ask God for rain when it is not time of rain, there will not be any rain. That means the only time you can ask God for rain and receive rain is in the time of rain. My time is in your hand, Lord. This is why listening to the Holy Spirit, sometimes it will tell you to leave some matters that don't worry. God remembers you. He won't forget you. But the plan is cooking. You can't force it. You can't force it. No matter how brilliant a girl is, she's not going to grow up and give birth another one at age nine. There are seasons. This will help at times just not to rush into prayer until the will of the Father is known first. One day, in a region, we are praying about a very wicked man that God should take him. 
Then I saw a scripture that said that God keeps even the wicked for the day. See, there are some wicked men. God need them. Because the, there are some works, they are evil. You can't do them. They will do it. If God pronounces a judgment on a man who murdered a young girl, raped a girl, that you shall be destroyed also. You and I can't destroy anybody. But there are those in God's hand who will do the job. So even the wicked is care for something. I get what I'm saying. God has many things in his armory. <laughs> All kinds of weapons. Are you getting what I'm saying? This is very important for people to know. So when you see a wicked man, everybody's praying against him, Lord, he moved this man. When he stays, just understand that there is a picture that God is seeing that you are not seeing. Something touched me very deeply. I just by chance just saw a video online. I don't know. Maybe after the part of nature built that stuff. You know, it's Bishop Edegbo's spiritual son and Kenala the 50,000 auditorium. Part of nature's son is 100. And I remember that there is a land where they are put for building the mandate, where they are building a 150,000 seat auditorium. I mean, Edegbo said that in the place of prayer one day, he asked God that, so how would we go about this building? First, pray God kept quiet. The next time he asked God again, the word came as a warning. He said he heard a voice saying, See that you talk to me no more about that building. I will tell you when I'm ready. Don't talk to me about it again. He said it to all the pastors. He, he had planned to build before Dr. Nature, so they just left it. He said they had billions in their account there. But the Lord said, I Don't talk to me again about another auditorium for now. Then one day, while he was just worshiping, the Lord said, And now the time has come to build. You know why? You would think it's an ordinary building. Don't you know that it has been in the realm of the spirit that we should be here at this time that we are here right now? And when the cloud shifts, we have to shift with the cloud. When you see people's life not making sense again, either you are ahead of the cloud or behind the cloud, you must always be under the cloud. It's a disadvantage to jump ahead of God or to be too slow for God. When they they break on sands and you stay back, you are out. I get what I'm saying. Mm. Thank you, Lord Jesus. What I really want to answer next week is that how do you know the difference between the two? What it is you that still needs to do something about and what you don't need to do anything about that it is God. This is where the knowledge of Christianity this is where this is very deep. I get what I'm saying. So God said that for so imagine during those 400 years in, in, the, in, in Egypt, some of them started to organize a prayer meeting. Oh God, Lord, Lord, Pharaoh, die, die. Oh, but, but Pharaoh, don't you? And they form a song. Every Pharaoh troubling me, die, 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 die. Pharaoh, the Lord will just be looking at them. I have set 400 years. I have set 400 years. See, there are things that you will walk in because you ask God personally for it. There are things you will walk in. They have nothing to do with you. It's just because you are around at that season. There were good men and faithful men in old covenants. They were not born again because it was not available. You understand? So we are not better than John and uh, most and all of them. Jesus came at a particular time. All those who were before Jesus Christ, salvation was not obtainable. 
Not because they were bad, but it was not given to them. And believe me sincerely, every generation has syllable, just like our forefathers did not use internet. We are not more brilliant than them by using internet. It was just not around their time. Did you hear what I'm saying now? So you dress the way you dress because you are around at a particular season. If you were around 30 years ago, you'll be wearing keep Lagos clean. You know those trousers that, that, that the mount and then those very tight shirts with one tie that's like a rope. But that was what I get what I'm saying. So seasons are powerful. This is why the Bible said the art of the wise studies both time and season. It's an area where I, I'm going to end with a scripture that will encourage you. But are, are you getting what I'm saying? 400 years. He said there's 70 years in Babylon. But there are some other things that you are the one delaying because you are not growing spiritually as you should. So this second one, God just says, that's what you find in Galatians 4. Are here. As long as it's a child. I read something when I was in university about this. Actually like a course. They were talking about the old empires, the Arab and the Middle East and many of them. The Bible says, give me Galatians 4.1. Now, this is the second part, which I say as, as long as a child is not different from servant, though it be Lord of all. It's under verse 2, tutors and governors. Until the time appointed of the father. Look at me, everybody. This is very important. And I'm stopping the moment for that. This is very, very important. When I, the course I read about this, they were explaining this. Time appointed by the father is different from the first one I explained. That the father says 400. In this particular one, the father does not say 400 or 300. The father says that, I want my son. It's a picture taken from a king and his son. Heir apparent to, that's why I say heir apparent to the throne. Now, when you are a very small boy, if you have seen Gladiator before, you'll see the Lucius, the small boy there. They will call them young masters. Servants will serve them, but they still control them a little. Young master, it's time to go home. Young master, it's time to go. Because it will just be like eight, nine. That's what they call tutors and governors. They have right to say that your father says you should go to bed by eight. You go to bed. Because technically, they actually more, they are answerable to your father. Not your father is the king. You are the prince. But you are just 11. They guide you. They can't hit you because you are a prince. But they respect you. But you don't fully control them. They can say, priest, the king says you should not go out today. They can block the door when you are coming. The Bible says, even though it's the Lord of all, all, but it's under tutors and governors. You will think the tutors and governors, they are more powerful than because they instruct him because he's a small boy. Now, the Bible says, until the time I pointed. Now, this appointment is different from the first one. The first one, God says 400. This one, the father does not say 400 or 300. The father says that, look at this, my son. I want you to reign after me. Begin to train him. The day you see in him ability to rule and over kingdom to him. In other words, there is no stipulated time. It can take him 30 years to learn how to rule or it can take him 12 years to learn how to rule. The appointed time says, when you look at him and you see the spirit of kingship or of a king, let him rule. 
In other words, when you see that he can administer judgment very well, he can speak very well, he's not distracted. Now you see that in some cases in those days, priests must also know how to fight because you will lead war yourself. So when they say that tutors will teach him how to use sword, does he know how to use it now? As he kept it from women, does he know how to talk now? When you see that he can lead war, he can talk very well, he can lead people, and then the laws you ask him to read, the laws of our forefathers, when you see that he can quote the law and you understand the history of the kingdom, transfer the kingdom to, to him. Meaning that whether it will be transferred very soon or it will take time, it depends on the boy. So there are boys they will pick. In six years, they've learned everything. And there can be a boy. He will learn nothing. As every time they say, Father, if you give kingdom to this one now, it will wreck the kingdom. So the, two, the tutelage continues. These are the two types of appointed time. So there are events, there are things in your life that they will fall in line as you make some adjustments in your life. There are some other things. They are only according to the timing set by the Father. There are things God will give you in 2026. Even if you become a broom fasting, today, you will not get it. Why? The Father has looked at your life. He has looked at how this thing connects to other people and he has said that this plan is for 2026. You cannot fast forward it. You can't do anything about it. In fact, the only bad thing is that you can miss it. You look at that. You can't cause it to come. But when you get to that time, you can miss it. But you cannot bring it now. Oh God, 2026, if I fast more, now, a lot of Christians have injured themselves. Accusing God of not answering prayer by using prayer about the first one. What the Father said, what he planned that they will have in 2030, they are praying about and breaking their head right now and fasting and praying and praying. This is why one of the things that will help you is to learn to pray prayer for understanding. Before you pray about something in specific. I get what I'm saying. The will of God is very important. I, I don't know whether people got what I've just said now. So far. This is the reason why there is a tribe in Israel called the children of Issachar. First Chronicles 12, 32. Let's look at it. I will begin to close from there. Is somebody blessed? You know, that's why we pray in tongues and try to listen to the Holy Spirit. I prefer that way than harassing God. When the asses were missing, if Samuel were to pray like many of us, so sorry, Saul, it will start. My father's asses are missing. In Jesus' name, all the asses that I've left, I command you come back. Lord, bring those asses back. But by divine arrangement, he was supposed to leave town to meet Samuel. What is working for your good that you are praying against? And what are you asking for that will hurt you at the end of the day? You know why this is very important, this scripture? Of the children of Issachar, which were men that had understanding of times to know what Israel ought to do. 
That means for every time there is something to do. You know what is very important? What I just said, to pray this way. Because of Acts chapter 15, verse 18. Let's read. Acts 15, 18. Thank you, Lord Jesus. See, a time will come, and now is the time in the name of Jesus. Any move you make, the ripple effect positively will be so powerful. People will say, what manner of man are you? That is like anything you do, the effect is always, it is because you have learned to cooperate with the wind of the spirits. You only do what you see him do. That was the secret of miracles of Jesus. He said, that which I see the Father, in other words, I don't do what the Father is not doing. So there were people at the pool of Bethsaida, John chapter 5, he healed just one man. That was the only person the Father was healing. He would have started struggling with the rest if he tried to heal them because the Father was not healing them. Why? I don't know. Some of them, their healing will be at another time. Everybody read this scripture together. One, two, go. What does this tell you? That from the beginning, God has set his plan in motion. Hiya. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory to God. God saw 2024. This boy will be very useful for me. But somebody is about to destroy him. Let me send him somebody else that will help him. Okay, it's going to be five by then. So God has chosen my sister here to be the, to give back to the child that will help this boy. But he must be of the same age. So now you are praying to God. Lord, I need a girl. Then God says, no. What I'm saying, the role I want your son to play, I need a boy to play that role. They say, Lord, I want to have my child in 2040. God says, no. What I'm saying, the boy I want from you, I need him to be born in 2019. So by 2024, he will be five years old. Because he will be in a class with somebody and part of his assignment that he will be the one that will help that person. No, not to God that all his works before the foundation of the earth. Prayer becomes smooth when requests collide with divine plan. God moves very fast when you are asking him to do what is part of the plan that is already set in motion. But remember I said there are two parts. This is one part. What about the part that you have to do something and say, and then how do I know the difference between the two? We are going to get there next week. But I told you one of the parts. That's why you should learn to pray in tongues. At times you just don't feel like you should address some issues. It's because God has told that it's a waste of time. Just leave it for now. Season. Seasons. Then we'll get to the point of looking at different seasons in a man's life or in a Christian's life. Season. There are seasons that are like wilderness. There are seasons of sowing. There are seasons of reaping. And there is a way actually that you can carry harvest and replant to produce more harvest. What to do with one season will determine how lengthy it is and how short. Both prosperity and adversity. You have a role to play. You can elongate your prosperity, but you can also reduce it. The same thing, you can elongate your suffering. Even when God is true and is helping you, you are still there suffering. And that's happening to a lot of people. Time has left them behind. 
you know, we call this during birthday, but it goes beyond birthday. Teach us to number our days that we may apply our heart to wisdom. There is a wisdom you receive when you know how to number things correctly. Hope I bless somebody this morning. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Please, church, learn to sing and pray in the Spirit. In fact, at times, don't be too quick to make requests. Begin to pray, pray of worship and praying that you might be inspired on what you should pray about. Yes. So, people wait for unction or direction before the altar prayer. Some just begin to tell God, I just showed you the Almighty who is not a father in how he does things. No, not to God at all. So, don't interrupt what he's planning to do by what you think should be done. Seasons. If David joined army before he met Goliath, he would have been afraid like other soldiers. He joined at the right time, bringing food to his brethren at the right time. If Paul was part of the disciples, he wouldn't be as effective as he was writing a epistle. No disciple wrote what he wrote. Sometimes what you think is a disadvantage, God made it so because your path is different. Are you getting what I'm saying? You wanted to go to Unilag, but then you went to another school. I don't want to mention any other school. When you go to you, I went to because some other schools they will get angry. You understand? But then, of course, outside UI, all other schools are just other schools. So, so um, you can get angry about it. There's, there's only, you just have two, there's only one university in Nigeria, University of Ibadan. Then you have others, the, all those, uh, if you're, what they call them. Uh, so, and then you have all the Futa and the uh, Lautech and University of Ibadan. The first and the best. There, there's no, there's no. If you are hearing me, you do not have the privilege of going to UI. Maybe you only went to some other schools. We still love you anyway. It doesn't mean that God's plan will not come to pass. Is someone blessed this morning? Lift up your hand. Say, Father, my times and seasons, they are in your hand. Now, where I intend to begin from next week. Look at me, everybody. Please, I want to stress it again in a sentence. Pray in tongues. As a pastor, I have seen how people move from one job. The one that shocked me most was somebody ahead of him, a photographer, was working in a bank. Everybody that had an event in his bank he was one taking photograph, so he started making more money from photography than the banking job, and then he went to resign. As soon as he resigned, nobody called him again. Till today, his regret everything just stopped. The branch he was, the bank he was working with, all colleagues in other branches ahead of him. So there was no Saturday or Friday that he was not out there taking pictures somewhere. Then later it became Sunday. They would do child dedication like in their church. They would invite him. would take pictures everywhere. He was making so much money. He bought the first and the second car from photography. 
Then he felt that the business was enough to sustain himself, so he went to resign. As soon as he resigned, he just started small, small, started reducing the number of people contacts started reducing. After a while, it will go through three weekends. Nobody, no events. I have seen people left a job. All of you that are men, at least if you're a football lover, football mirrors it very well. You see a player will move from one club to another and rise into stardom. Some will move from one club to another and disappear. I can list 10 players whose career got destroyed by moving. They bought them with every amount of money. But if they knew, they would not have moved. Some of you men who, who know football more than myself, you can also list. So you can, you can list up to 20 players who made a switch and their career ended. It looked like, oh, I'm going to this club, I will shine more. But they were buried there. Why some other people, they will buy them, they will come to this club and they will just multiply in their activity. Yeah. A good example, Mo Salah was in Chelsea, was not really, but he moved to Liverpool and then to the top. But then I don't want to mention the negative ones because they might be listening. Drummer came from one club in, in, the, in the French League. I moved myself, came to Chelsea, Zoom. Just started scoring in there. They will go start keep up. People will move and you will just, they will, some other people will move and that will be the end of their career. One word footballer that it happened to, he said so. And that one is even a Christian. He said, if I knew, I would not have left the club where I was before. So I came to this club and he was angry. One particular coach, he destroyed my game and everything just ended. Less than two years, he got injured and that was the end of his career. This is very serious because time and chance, they are very important. Are you listening to me now, preparing to travel? Some have left their job, they have traveled and they are trapped. Some have traveled and all doors open and they're having a good time. What is the difference? See, in the mercy of God, not as people pray, God just helped them and they just made a shun and he favored them. But see, you can't live on chances. This is why part of it is to pray a prayer of mercy. That Lord, any door that I will open and this will fall on my head, imagine, don't let it open. I get what I'm saying. This is very important. What do you think these people say? I mean, I told of a woman who began to talk that everything about their family went upside down because they travel out. How I many children went, they became fully on drugs and then the husband walked away. She came back to her friend and said, why did I travel? That everything I know my husband, he was a good man. Everything was okay when we we're here. We got to the Western world, the Western world, this world. I'm not saying anybody, please. I just mentioned that people travel, people are free to. I have never told anybody this not to travel. I support. When we come to UK, we'll visit all of you. Last time we had a program, we almost 200 there. So you are, I mean, in fact, just go and join HOD there. So I don't have a problem at all. But I'm just saying that this is very important. It can be as moving from Lagos to Kano, Kano to. So it's not about, there's nothing wrong for opportunity to relocate. Please do if you have the opportunity. But I'm just saying that a saint must pray for the mercy of God to guide you. It's very important. Time and chance. You know, as you are listening to me now, some of you, the money you have, there is a time to start something with it. If you don't, that money won't make sense again. Yes. And at times, if you are not very sensitive, when you are not ready, that is when God is ready. You might just be in a meeting on your street and they just mention that somebody wants to sell something and the price is ridiculously low. God wants you to, when you get that thing, what to make from it to many times, but you are like, your mind is not a, on it. Learn to think 
That's what the Bible says. Be swift to hear, slow to speak. In other words, hear very well what people are talking. You are prayed on your news. Many opportunities are bombarding you, but you are not seeing them as opportunity. Time and season. Yeah. Glory to God. There is the best time to ask out somebody. If you wait, someone else will ask out. Or she might even change her mind and just not like you again. One time you are shining before her. Next time you are not shining again. Season. That is very funny, but it's the truth. Ask women here now. It's not that she will. She, she might just go to travel, come back, or get a job. For some reason, her attention. She just looked at you again. You don't look handsome anymore. Or some events have happened in her life, and what she wants next is not you. Whether six months she was believing God that you will speak. Oh, the dake. You know, when I bring practical stuff in now, they are funny, but you know, I'm telling you the truth. <laughs> Maybe why you should ask, you did ask. Now they told, she just met someone told her that men from your village are very wicked. <laughs> now she has a new information. I'm like, oh, where are you from? And then she uses time to dodge you. In which if she met you and you are started, she wouldn't have thought that way. This thing has many ramifications. It is true. Hallelujah. I said that somebody is having an opportunity here that has to do with a car. It's an opportunity. Take advantage of it. Lord, we thank you. We give you praise. Is somebody blessed? Father, we thank you for your word. We receive grace to be doers and not hearers only. In Jesus' name. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you, are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior, and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.